Hiring a virtual assistant is a strategic move and it involves a lot of work to make sure that you hire the right one at the right time. And that surprises most business owners. It's actually a process of its own that you need to navigate very carefully if you want to delegate successfully. I actually started my business as a virtual assistant eight years ago. Now it has grown and transformed into what it is today. And while I'm no longer providing virtual support services, I can speak on what it's like not only to work as a virtual assistant, but also on what it's like to work with a virtual assistant. So believe me, I can share stories with you that will blow your mind. Now, I know one of the biggest problems you have right now is not having enough time to get everything done and it's leaving you stressed out and feeling overwhelmed. So popular opinion is that you need to hire a virtual assistant. But the question is, are you really ready? And that's what we're going to talk about today in episode number 38. So grab your pen and paper and let's dive right in. Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside rediscover your strengths and up-level your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine and let's dive in. So you're tired of feeling overwhelmed and things are falling through the cracks. That's usually the number one reason most solopreneurs decide that they need to hire a virtual assistant. I know you are probably shaking your head yes in agreement. And I am all for delegating if it supports your business model and you're organized so that you can support that strategic decision. But let's start by talking about the benefits of working with a virtual assistant. One, there's the money savings. Because a virtual assistant is an independent contractor, You don't have the expense of health insurance, employee benefits, and taxes. They also have their own equipment, their own office, and they shouldn't require training. Since they work remotely, you can too. That is how you save money because you don't have to pay for office space. Number two, they have a valuable skill set. Virtual assistants have skills and experience to provide consistent and professional administrative services. Most of them even have specialized services like bookkeeping, social media management, podcast management, blog management, etc. And it's more than likely a skill set that you don't have, so you need to outsource it. Benefit number three, you can budget for the support. When you work with a virtual assistant, you can budget for that expense in advance, which means you need to be familiar with your finances. Most service agreements are billed as monthly flat retainers, And that means that you will pay the same amount each month in advance and you can plan for that because you know what the fee is. So you need to have a budget and you only pay for time that's being spent on your tasks, but you're not paying by the hour. Benefit number four, the quality of work. Because a virtual assistant is running a business just like you, if they don't deliver value to you as their customer, then their business is not going to succeed. So a good virtual assistant is going to be more like a collaborative partner for your business, and that's going to help your business grow and prosper 
which in turn benefits them. It's a two-way arrangement. So keep that in mind because you should not have to micromanage them. Now, the question is, how can you successfully work with a virtual assistant? Well, here are a few things that you need to be ready to do. Communicate clearly and regularly. When you start working with a virtual assistant, you need to establish the best means of communication, whether it's email, phone calls, video calls, through Slack, or anything like that, but do that in advance. The primary means of communication chosen needs to allow for you to provide detailed information that can be used for reference as tasks are completed. So you definitely should also be ready to use a project management tool like Trello, Asana, or ClickUp. Now, once the relationship starts to develop, you're gonna feel confident that your virtual assistant understands your needs, but you still need to make sure that you talk to them on a regular basis. I suggest at least every other week, every week if possible for just a 15 minute check-in call. That way, both of you are on the same page and you keep the lines of communication open. You can also make sure you provide detailed instructions. That means you need to have documented processes. You need to have systems as well. Now, if you need help identifying the six core systems that your business needs to have in place, then make sure you go back and listen to episode three because I talk about them there. Now, when you provide detailed instructions to a virtual assistant, it reduces wasted time, which is wasted money. This is very important when you start working with a virtual assistant because they can just pick up your process without you having to walk them through things step by step because it's already outlined in advance. And then after you've worked with them for some time, your virtual assistant will actually be able to anticipate your needs and fill in the blanks. They can be proactive, which again, will save you time as well. But you need to make sure you set realistic expectations. To avoid frustration, make sure you know your virtual assistant's working hours and be realistic in your expectations when they're available. That also means that you need to be responsive and make yourself available to answer questions. So again, clear communication is required. Don't forget that they're a business owner with other customers. Therefore, they're not always going to be available when you want them. Now, if you're concerned about the task being completed, again, that's where those check-in calls come in. So now, how do you decide what tasks you can delegate to a virtual assistant? Well, here's a little exercise that you can do because you're probably thinking, well, I've got so many tasks on my plate, I have absolutely no idea where to start. Well, you are not alone. Start by grabbing a pen and a piece of paper and start to track all the tasks that you work on for just one week. As you start a task, add it to that list. Then at the end of the week, I want you to follow these steps. Draw a line through any tasks that you don't like doing or shouldn't be doing because they don't generate income in your business. Then put a star beside the tasks that you need to complete to grow your business. They should not be delegated. This is marketing, networking, those types of things. Those are your responsibilities as the CEO of your business. And then highlight the tasks that you enjoy completing, but be warned, you may need to delegate some of these tasks too if they don't move the needle forward in your business because they're taking up time that should be devoted to something else. So 
That means even if you know how to create graphics and templates inside of Canva, if your virtual assistant can handle that task for you, you should not be doing it. Now, after all is said and done, you need to commit to delegating the repetitive tasks first. Here is how you'll benefit with this. Things are gonna stop falling through the crack. Your business is gonna operate more efficiently. You can get out of the office and focus on business development. And the quality of your work is going to improve because you can focus on more important tasks. Not to mention, you'll have time in your schedule to do the things that you love most, like spending more quality time with your family or even investing in more self-care. Now, I know it can be difficult to let other people make decisions for your business, but if you don't learn how to delegate, your business is never going to grow and eventually you're going to burn out. So now, what do you do next? Well, you've got the basic knowledge you need to decide whether or not you're ready to start delegating. Now, if you take the necessary steps ahead of time, you will be amazed at how much you get done when you partner with the right person. Now, as a virtual assistant takes on more and more responsibility for you, they're gonna feel like the best investment ever and it will contribute to your business's success. So here's the choice you have to make. You can keep winging it, keep struggling, stay overwhelmed, or you can decide to stop winging it, stop struggling, and prepare your business so you can hire some help. If you really want to start documenting your processes and working smarter, not just for yourself, but for your family too, then start by scheduling a 15-minute discovery call with me and let me see how I can help you start this process. You can also listen to the three-episode mini-series that I did to help you successfully partner with a virtual assistant. That's episodes eight, nine, and 10. I debunked some myths around hiring a virtual assistant. I shared three mistakes you need to avoid when you hire a virtual assistant. And I also shared three things that you can do to contribute to a successful partnership. A link to the episodes that I've mentioned today are gonna be in the show notes, along with the link for you to schedule that discovery call with me so we can get this process started. I wanna thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. Now, if you learned something new, please let me know. Take a screenshot, post it in Instagram stories, and tag me at the more than capable mompreneur. And remember, you are enough and you do enough. And until next time, keep calm and streamline.